0: Hello everyone, my name is Eugenia Habal, originally from the Philippines. I am an internationally trained teacher and fortunate to have certification from Ontario College of Teachers. I studied Early Childhood Montessori course too. Currently, I am working as Montessori Directoress. As a classroom educator in my country, I have eight years of involvement. I know by heart I love teaching profession and I can't think of anything else to do except from teaching. I am certified to teach intermediate and seniors, but I am more confident working with primary and junior division. I took primary course last semester and am now adding junior division as my ABQ. I enjoy doing arts and crafts, dancing and singing with students. I love making Montessori materials, especially language cards. They are visual. I find it fascinating to present science, culture, and math activities. I would prepare activities, and visualize how they are going to engage themselves throughout the cycle. Last January, I was hired as a long-term occasional teacher for grade 6 and 7 at the school board, but apparently it didn't work well. As internationally trained, everything was different. This unusual year in middle of nowhere was not a great start for me. My main problem was classroom management. During the online class, I made it but it was a chaos for me to have a split class when we turned to in class. I decided to leave my position after three months and continue being supplied to explore and learn. This is also the reason why I enrolled classroom management course and junior division. I want to be more confident. Outside the world of teaching, I enjoy travel, long drive camping with my family. We would use most of our time together outside the heavy traffic, and most of the time connect to nature was our escapade. I am looking forward to acquire more knowledge and principle through this course and benefit from it. Thank you. fourth era is called Mesozoic era. Little mammals were also present, but they played a very small part at this time, mostly nocturnal, They stay out of the sight and live largely on insects, horses with big faxes or dogs today. On the land, sea, and air, reptiles ruled for 160 million years. They were the stars of the show. No one know why the dinosaur disappeared, but they did. About 65 million years ago, scientists think a big metallic asteroid coming from space hit our planet abruptly in the Gulf of Mexico, causing the huge dust for an extremely long time and changed the climate. It was a very big catastrophe at almost all the animals in water and on land went extinct. The biggest predator died off. New animals took over. The climate changed from warm and humid to icy and dry. Mountains continued to raise and climate grew a bit cooler. Flowering plants appeared for the first time. Water lilies and magnolia were abundant, surviving the severe changes of climates during the prehistoric time. It is only plant that today has flowers before leaves. New types of fruits and flowers emerged citrus, cashew, and papo. The first vertebrates to fly were the pterodacts. Even they had no feathers, they were wings made of skin, muscles, and tissues, which stretched from the enormously long fourth finger of their ankles. The large largest flying dinosaur was the pteranodon, ancestors of the first birds. He fed on creatures that live on the sea, such as the fish, squid. It was an excellent eyesight. Egwadon was another plant-eater. He stood about as three men, one over the other. He could easily reach the top of all plants. Dimachodon was the back you sail to control his body heat. When he turned to the sail to warm the sun, it helped the Dimagrodron to hold his body heat but quickly lost it when he turned the sails away from the sun rays. He stills as a jitter of solar capture. Ternasuerus Rex was not so gentle, it was carnivorous, and it burnt the source or just about anything else he could get his claws on, others ate meat too. Like allosaurus, but most were probably fairly peaceful eat eaters, plant eaters like the stegosaurus. Some were enormous, like the brontosaurus and brachiosaurus, who could weigh as much as 17 elephants. Bay. Even it was huge, it was a gentle creature, not dangerous, and not all because of only eight plants. It had really long neck and tail as well as small heads. His long neck was to reach out for food as well as to keep its heavy away from shorter predators. Some dinosaurs live in the water could swim quite fast. They fed on turtles, squid, shellfish, and small, smaller reptiles. Some dinosaurs were small, walking and running on two hind legs. There were all kinds of dinosaurs. Many dinosaurs with long necks and tails feed on plants. Some develop armor from protection from their hunter meat eaters' cousins. Some had horns and feels. The rhosaurus rex was the fairest of the meat eater and greatest predator ever lived. Million more years passed and many, many kinds of bigger reptiles appeared not crawling anymore, on their stomachs but walking on two or four legs. Few of them returned to life in the water. They were dinosaurs. They had strong jaws and different kinds of teeth for eating the similar kinds of foods. Unlike the amphibians, but like the lizards, turtles, and snakes, they lay their eggs away from the water in the wet and warm sands. After millions of years, forests became swampy and the earth warm all year round, slowly become wet and humid, perfect for the first reptiles, lizards, turtles, and snake. Reptiles spread across our earth and different forms appeared over time. They could lay eggs with the hard outer shell of the water. The climate turned cold and dry, glaciers were formed, and swamps became desert. Life on earth was on the real crisis. Handy seed bearing woody conifers replaced the swamp trees. Other land living creatures replaced the amphibians. They were skinned, was tough, and scaly. A new species was emerged, one that will dominate the planet for a very long time the reptiles. Amphibians developed lungs to breathe in the air but they had to live close to the water to stop their skins from drying out. They laid to the soft eggs in the water and for those who decided to stay on the land, from then on ate insects that were abundant. The climate was still warm and moist. The years passed, and other fish discovered how they hold their breath too. They crawled out on the land together. Slowly, they grew better and staying on the land for longer and longer times. This continued for millions of years, and some fish crawling out of the water, holding their breath just to get meal in peace and quietness. Somehow, as time passed, the bodies of their babies began to change. Their front fins were thicker and stronger even they were born, and best of all they were born in lungs that could breathe air as well as the gills that breathe water the fish could live on either land of water so we call amphibians they conquered the lands over time these creatures started to spend more time on land these species of fish would go the same thing always getting better at holding his breath come out of the land and go back in the water. His front fins began to get stronger from work of wiggling and crawling on the land. It lived close to the water because the eggs were soft and needed to stay wet. Soon enough, he made the land its new home.